Welcome to the Sovereign Mother Podcast. I am your host, Amy Arner, a line wife, mother of two, and registered nurse who left the bedside to pursue her higher calling as a transformational life coach and enlightenment mentor for other mothers and entrepreneurs who crave to unleash the sovereign goddess within them. This podcast is all about having real and authentic conversations around empowered motherhood, alignment, entrepreneurship, manifestation, and living a life in flow with your soul's true desires. I am so thankful that you are here, and it is my intention that you receive the empowerment and the inspiration that you need to pursue your higher calling. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Sovereign Mother Podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode because we have Dr. Maggie Benham back for another incredible conversation. So back in the spring, I think it was, I had Maggie on and I had her come on and just talk about her philosophy, the type of chiro- holistic chiropractic that she does. Um, and I talked about my story that led me to chiropractic and how it was really a big part of my spiritual awakening. Little did I know, <laughs> but it was part of that journey that really awakened me to the mind body connection in a whole different way that I had ever really understood it before because obviously you know as a nurse I knew the body perspective I could understand the scientific um, awareness of how things manifest through the body but what I had not experienced yet for myself or really made the connection yet was how our subconscious how our emotions how our thoughts and our beliefs really impact us at a physical level and beyond that right so we had such an incredible conversation before and I got so much feedback from having her on and we knew we wanted to have another discussion so I am so excited to share today's episode with you where we dove into grounding and rewilding for women what that looks like what that feels like and potentially, you know, some creative projects and some things that we may have in the works um, in the future. So I cannot wait for you to listen in to today's episode with Maggie. But before I do, and before we get to it, I really have to tell you about her story. Her story is my four-week transformative, restorative program where we are going to resurrect the divine feminine energy now you might be asking yourself what 
are you talking about, Amy? (laughs) So that's why we're going to talk about it. Because here's the thing. As women, if we don't feel safe to show up and be seen and heard and loved for who we truly are, if we find ourselves constantly stuck in that vicious cycle of anxiety and stress and overwhelm and bitterness and frustration, hustling our ass off, working really hard to find our worth, right? To achieve, to feel loved, to feel enough, to feel safe. We will never be a match to receive what we desire in our life, our career, business, or our relationships. So it doesn't really matter, you know, it doesn't matter how good your life looks. It doesn't matter how handsome your spouse is, how pretty your family is, or, you know, how hard you work to build your business. It doesn't matter how devoted you are. And how much you provide for your family or how incredible your offers are, how good you are at your job, how unique your products are, if you are a creator, if we don't choose to harness and heal our feminine power, if we don't heal that dis-ease within our unconscious, right, as as women, as feminine beings, if we don't end those generational cycles and those patterns and those he tend to those wounds that we have long buried, that we have long forgotten, that maybe was even just passed on to us, right? And we will always be at war and in resistance with the masculine. And the masculine energy is love, it's money, it's health, it's success, it's sex, it's wealth, it's those physical, tangible things, it's relationships, right? Because between a man and a woman, or you know. This goes beyond gender because men and women, we both have these two energies. And when these energies are out of balance, we can't be in union with another because we don't have that groundedness. We don't have that assurance and that stability, that clarity of who we are. We aren't vibrating in, in our own power of our own frequency, right? We bring all that into that relationship and it creates that resistance. It creates those walls. It creates those barriers that push the love that we truly crave away because we aren't, we don't, deep down, we don't feel safe enough to receive it. We don't feel worthy enough to receive it. So it will always feel fleeting. It will always feel under this underlying of unworthiness, right? You'll always feel like you're just not enough. You'll always be manipulating and hustling to keep it around, right? And that's because deep down inside, you don't feel enough. So if it feels like, it will always feel like a part of you is not fulfilled and that feeling of just not ever being there, not ever feeling satisfied, not ever feeling fully Like you're able to express yourself, not feeling truly loved and appreciated for all that you are. That patterning will continue to poison, seep into every area of your life like poison. But it's up to you. You have the power to break this pattern. So her story is really for the spiritual woman, the mother, the healer, or the entrepreneur who is ready to restore safety within her feminine being who's ready to resurrect the power within her that has been suppressed and perhaps dismissed for
for years and generations to tend to wounds and trauma that has been buried and ignored to heal any mother wounding that can be what's causing so much anger and feelings of responsibility and sacrificing yourself for others once and for all to break those generational curses that have robbed you and women of your family the wealth and prosperity you deserve and discover and own your own magic and wisdom this is what we're going to be doing in her story and we are starting september 20th Because when you can finally discover and elevate to this power of your own feminine frequency, when you can finally be in harmony with your feminine frequency, you will start to attract and inspire that protection, devotion, loyalty, and admiration and respect of the masculine in all of his forms. Love life will drastically change and that spark will return. Your trust in your partner will strengthen Your messaging will become more potent and magnetic because you and your soul and your genius will finally come back online. Your confidence in yourself, your gifts will skyrocket. Your purpose will become clear and your confusion in who you are, what you're here to do, and who you're here to be will cease. Your nervous system will feel calmer and your intuition louder and your finances won't feel unstable any longer it will feel as if a veil has been lifted because it has if you are ready to restore the feminine power within you ready to feel at peace and grounded in who you are and to finally feel like you have clarity around your purpose here so that you can finally get to delivering and sharing your true essence, magnetism, message, genius with the people that you love and the people that you're here to serve. We begin September 20th. So my love, if this is speaking to you, if this is your next step, you're feeling like this is where you're at, then I don't want you to hesitate because we are starting September 20th. I will leave all the info down in the show notes or you can reach out to me on Instagram at XO and the Sovereign Mother. And if you're not following me, head on over there. Let's be friends. Um, So you can stay up to date for all the happenings, all the new programs, whatever I have going on in my world. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode with Maggie. Okay. Yay. Hi, Maggie. Hi. I'm so I'm I'm so well. I'm so good. I'm so happy to have you back on the podcast. I know like I got so much feedback um after our episode that we did together, which was a few months ago now. I think it was back in the spring that we last chatted. Yeah. But we had such a incredible discussion and I know we really kind of got cut off there at the end and we could have kept going. So I really love that we're here for part two to just kind of continue the discussion of um, talking all about grounding and kind of getting into more of just the visions that you have and what you kind of touched on before of where you see us as a culture and as women um, getting back to our core selves, getting back to 
you know, a different way of living that is more ancestral and more organic for all of us. And I feel like we all are feeling that whether some people are, you know, maybe just hearing this through the grapevine or I'm sure we're going to have some people that are like <laughs> brand new to this, but I think collectively we all can relate that there is a shift happening. Um, whether we're feeling that small in small ways or we're feeling it in big ways. So I'm just really excited for this conversation and um, just to get your perspective and to hear what you have to say. I'm sure we're going to like just, there's just going to, I love this just collaboration right now. So I kind of just want to start from the beginning and just ask you very basically. So I know I talk about grounding with my clients all the time. It's something, it's a practice that I have incorporated into my daily life. I did it just before we hopped on this call. But I want to hear from you in your, in your words because it's also something that I know, I'm sure you talk a lot about this with your clients. It's something I've heard um, from, you know, working with my own chiropractor, Dr. John. You know, it's something that is always kind of brought up as being a sign you know, whenever something is sort of, sort of out of tune, um, you know, he tells me a lot that this is a sign of needing grounding, right? Like it always kind of comes back to this word grounding. And then I feel like there's some people out there that probably are still confused with what that actually even is. So can you just dive into that and talk about grounding and why you feel what it is, why you feel it's so important, especially from your standpoint? Yeah, thanks. Um, I being a, a chiropractor who deals very much with the nervous system and the body yeah. uh, it's something we uh we have discussion about on a on a really regular basis and we can talk about grounding in sort of two ways there's like the idea and the intention mm -hmm. of grounding and then there's the phenomenon of grounding mm -hmm. um, so and, and i think it's a, a beautiful gateway and that was sort of the end of our conversation last time which started to be about rewilding and a natural lifestyle so mm -hmm. i think we'll nicely into that conversation but in terms of just the grounding itself um i mean the idea of grounding if we think about a grounded person in our lives right this person has two feet on the ground they're really balanced they're really stable and rooted they're not easily swayed they're not frenetic you know it's um it's a really rooted grounded stable person and um, most of us are really in a modern way are living this sort of mind-centered existence, right? Where it's very cerebral. We're thinking, we're planning, we're working, anticipating, um, you know. And a lot of what I help patients to do is to um, sort of step outside of that and bring our awareness and attention into the body, right? Teaching them to um bring their energy and awareness down into the physical body and there's some really easy remedial ways to to achieve that and and some of it just involves like establishing and creating some space in your every day to pause mm -hmm. thinking and and get down in the body now her practice does that by increasing proprioception and the brain's awareness of the body, literally getting adjusted does that. Yoga does that. Movement, you know, does that. Body work does that. Even meditation achieve that too. Um, so 
I mean, it can be as simple for my patients as, um, you know, massaging your own feet every day, getting your brain's attention into the lower part of the body. It can involve tapping, shaking, massaging, you know, these really, again, remedial methods for bringing your brain's attention to your physical body existence and your connection to the ground. So I'm often actually just helping people to bring their attention and care down to their feet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, like rooting down and in, in yoga, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I'll have, uh, we all have an example of how well and balanced and calm we feel after having stopped the thinking and, and moved our body or, or mm -hmm. paid to our physical existence. So at the end, we just, we sit in Shavasana, right? Where we're just laying on the ground and it's probably the best part of the yoga practice is just being grounded. Um, so it can be as simple as that. Uh, for some people that are really fast moving, um, actionable people um, that are going from one thing to the next, I ask them pause throughout their day, make it a practice that you pause before you enter the next and you actually even wiggle your toes in your shoes, but bring your brain's attention down to your feet again. And it stops that momentum that can get us really off balance. It's something I have to do every day in between patients, I have to take some breaths, I have to pay attention to my feet and my body. Um, because I was patient every 15 minutes, right? I can, if I carry that momentum and then the last person's energy into the next visit, um, I can get really unwell. So there's just really easy practices like that that can be integrated into your, into your life as a way of grounding your existence. Yeah. Uh, and then again, the phenomenon of grounding, it's becoming a more commonplace idea. Um, Many people have perhaps even seen some products related to grounding and earthing and that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, I have, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Keep going. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I just, so, yeah. It's, it's, I think what a lot of people don't understand is that we are, like, our, our bodies, our nervous, our cells are actually specialized to conduct electrical current. Uh, you know, the nervous system actually uses electrical signals to communicate, to perceive, to adapt, you know, it's our human physiology. So, um, and what being ungrounded feels like um, and, and looks like in human physiology is there's a lot of oxidative stress. Um, the membranes of don't even protect as well. We have increased inflammation, we have increased pain, increased anxiety. And in the nervous system for the average person, that feels like just jitteriness, tension, anxiety. Our nervous yeah. system's not grounded. And mm -hmm. so grounding, the act of grounding, is a way we can actually quite electrically um, connect ourselves to the earth. Yes. Uh, and, and so one of the, the chief ways we can do that is literally just standing barefoot on the earth or putting some part of our, of our bare skin on connected to the earth. That's our biggest ground. So, um, I mean, even the earth itself has, uh, has a resonant electromagnetic frequency. It's called 
the Schumann resonance. It's 7.83 hertz um, and it's measured all the time. It's, it's so named the Earth's heartbeat, right? Wow. And sort of a, yeah, really beautiful idea that, um, that we can connect <laughs> to the Earth's heartbeat. And mm-hmm. uh, so now, I mean, grounding and standing barefoot, it used to be sort of this kind of um, fringe <laughs> hippie. Yeah. That, and, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. We all had this perception of, yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. God. Totally. Yeah. As usual, often these um, practices um, that like indigenous cultures um, uh, subscribe to and, um, and even some like hippies, right? And then later mm-hmm. on, find the the empirical evidence catches up with something and they're like oh that, that is there's real uh, measurable quantitative uh mm-hmm. evidence to support that this is good for you right and so mm-hmm. here we are grounding again there is mounting empirical evidence there's mounting research there's at least 20 studies just on inflammation um how grounding connecting to the earth how grounding um improves inflammation yeah. uh, so oh, it's it's wild, and um, for instance, it, it, some of the existing evidence shows that grounding, connecting yourself to the Earth's surface, improves sleep. It normalizes day to night cortisol rhythm, mm-hmm. uh, reduces pain, reduces stress. It shifts the autonomic nervous system to parasympathetic, mm-hmm. so the side of your nervous system that's chiefly responsible for sleep healing, digestion, sexual reflexes. It increases heart rate variability, speeds wound healing, reduces blood visco- viscosity and improves immune function. So these are all like quantifiable studies. This, this stuff yeah. is, um, and it's still feel fairly early in the world of modern research, but I, I think we're gonna keep finding that there's more evidence to support something we've already known. The wisdom keepers have already known. The indigenous populations have already known without the need yeah. for uh, that. We need to be connected to nature. We need to be connected to the earth uh, and not just once a day. It's something that I, I believe we need and are just like longing for in our lifestyle. Yeah. I, so as you were talking, like, I feel like you have all this like science, it's like clearly backed by science, right? There's, there's so much research, whether or not, yes, you're right, there's still so much more that could be done. But there's just so much history around this concept. And when I think about it, you know, what are we all like, where are we at? Like, so many of us are longing, like what you touched on with anxiety, the stress, like just the disconnection the isolation that we all feel and when we think about it like from an energetic standpoint from a very just like non-science standpoint we are beings of mother earth like we are all we came from the earth right so it makes so much sense to look at it from that sense like the more um that we that we need to come back to our core that we need to come back to where we came from our foundation and the more that we can introduce those elements the better off we're going to feel the better off we're going to be and the more like 
the the way I kind of visualize this is like grounding is is really like that masculine. It's like that rooting. It's that stabilization. Mm -hmm. And then whenever we get into you know our thoughts and our feelings and all that that feminine energy, it's like yeah, we can kind of float off in space. Like we can kind <laughs> of go off to the deep end. You know, there we we need balance in all things, right? So it's it's yeah. this recognition that. Yes, there's always going to be, a, there's a time and place for us to be in the doing and be in the mind and be in the the go-go going and in our feelings and, you know, kind of up in the ethereal, is that the word, the, you know, in the ether, but we yeah. need to come back down to earth to recoup, to kind of gain, have that clarity, to have that um, sounding board, right? Um, otherwise that's where I feel like we get caught in these vicious cycles, myself included. I mean, like I said, in our first discussion, what led me to your practice was, you know, re like reoccurring, never ending anxiety and stress that was manifesting in back pain. It was just affecting my overall just mental health and just my my own immune system and everything the way that it comes through our body is trying to communicate to us and still you know i am constantly reminded that i still need more of it just like you said it's now once a done one once a day one and done type of um practice it's really a lifestyle and so i'm curious like okay also if you hear my dogs i'm so i'm sorry <laughs> You're going to hear birds and dogs and just probably all sorts of background noise. But from your personal standpoint, how do you incorporate this in your day-to-day -day life? Um, and, and, are, and or like, where do you want to like take it? Or is it, is this, are you doing it as much as you want to be doing? And, you know, just kind of leading into what you were talking about, like, where do you kind of see where does the rewilding kind of come in for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. I was sort of thinking about that um, earlier because I'm always hesitant to, I, I don't want to um, appear or, or sound as though I'm like the pinnacle of of any of these things I'm talking about. I'm, I'm with everyone else. I'm, I'm trying, I'm leaning into a place I want to be, which is really just totally in rhythm with nature and really connected and balanced. Um, but I'm so, but here we are in like the modern, with, you know, one foot in the modern world trying to, <laughs> to live and, and be a part of a community and that sort of thing. So um, I am, some of the ways that I lean into um, being connected to nature is um, some of my daily practices at the very least are like before I go to work, I'm, I'm outside barefoot. Um, I take a walk with the dogs and I'm just in nature and quiet. Um, at lunchtime, often I get outside and get barefoot. If I eat, can eat lunch outside, I take my shoes off um, and, and I'm feeling the earth in that way. Later on, before I get, you know, walk into my own home, I get barefoot again. So uh, I, I'd love someday to be, <laughs> to be barefoot. <laughs> be amazing i have to work towards that even even rewilding your foot mechanics and your um how you move your gait is something i work with with patients um in a in a larger sense um it's sort of for me about getting more connected to the rhythms of nature 
um, getting connected to where my food comes from. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and and that's going to take some time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a step by step basis, right? Like it's like it's you 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 won't you you get what you're ready for. And I, I really believe that, like, you know, just like I, I say recently, it's like, I've, I've been looking at like the products that I use, which a year ago, I wasn't in the space. The Like I wasn't, a, I wasn't able to receive that knowledge. Yeah. Like I wasn't, I wasn't ready to take my own. <laughs> it sounds, I just wasn't in the space to care about myself in that way. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I really think you're right. Like, but I think it's such a beautiful, like you said, is this that like, I think it's like, I look at it like with the onion, it's like getting back down to the core and then just like layer by layer, we add back in, like we add in like, okay, I can, I can, I can manage, you know, getting outside and getting barefoot on the ground, you know, at least once a day, that's like all steps in the right direction. Right that's pretty right it's pretty remedial it's pretty it's something anyone can do right mm -hmm. and so those are some of the 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 ways that we can take steps in that direction so just being barefoot i mean honestly our office you've certainly been there is it, we bring nature in too right so mm -hmm. stone and there's wood and there's um even the plants in the office i mean honestly touching plants that are grounded in in their own soil is a way to to actually ground yourself too. So I'm, I'm walking by plants in my office, I'm holding them, I'm touching them. Um, for me, some of the cold water, um, I do some cold water exposure um, and, and that's a whole different conversation. But the way I have always done it, uh, not necessarily in an ice bath, but um, in the lake or in the pond. So I'm, I'm sort of exposing my nervous system to the discomfort of cold exposure, but I'm also, getting super grounded um, by touching the the base of the lake or the base of the pond. Um, so that's one of the ways I integrate grounding into my lifestyle. Um, and if we talk about food too, it's sort of an important part of this conversation of grounding because modern food, even vegetables and, and healthy um, food sources like that are uh, unfortunately, some of them are actually devoid of some of the minerals and the stuff that um, that we need to sustain a grounded nervous system. Um, you said earlier that we're we come from the earth, and that's not like that's not just an energetic idea; it's an right. actual thing. Yeah. The food we eat becomes our new cells, so we're not even the same uh, set of compounds we were like 120 days ago. So. Mm -hmm. What we know, though, about modern farming is that because the soils themselves have become a little bit depleted or a lot depleted, um, some of our food doesn't even have a ton of minerals. And the mineral content um, is, is what makes us up. It's what calms our nervous system. Um, so most people are familiar with calcium and magnesium, but there's a whole spectrum of minerals. Uh, mineral is rock, right? It's soil. Mm -hmm. humic. It's the earth. So, um, so the fact that our food, in fact, is a little bit mineral deficient is saying a lot too. So, um, for in a um, as an intervention for a lot of my patients, I'm actually prescribing them minerals, organic minerals, or 
um, humic um, minerals, which is like ancient soil. It, it comes in a liquid form and most of them report uh, a decrease in their anxiety, better sleep, better digestion, all the hallmark signs of being more grounded, mm-hmm. but really consuming mineral by consuming a very of earth. So sort of a wild I- idea there too, that part of how I personally and how I prescribe um, um, or, or assist people in getting more grounded. But um, again, to the point of like the lifestyle changing yeah. and the wilding, this idea of rewilding is, is like getting back to a lifestyle that's more in sync with biology mm-hmm. and natural biology. I mean, normally we would be totally exposed to nature. We'd be totally connected to nature and the sounds and the the changes in season, but we sort of isolate ourselves from that. We're inside, you know, we're not hearing crickets and bees and and breeze. We're hearing our air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Or ambient music in the background. (laughs) So it's like we've sort of disconnected ourselves uh, ourselves from from all of it i mean even we know now that like the sound of bees the sound of a beehive actually resonates with organic tissue in a way that improves healing so it's just like a nod to this idea that we are so designed to be immersed in nature and the more we you know modernize sound, and yeah the more we yeah we become it's it's so yeah. as a culture. Like, it's like our evolution. Part of our evolution uh, is is recognizing the need to to not when to not <laughs> when to. Uh, did that sound? I have a hard time. Do you, part of our our ability to continue to grow, I think, and to really um, thrive is this. It kind of comes make everything that you're talking about just feel I just feel like this beautiful mirroring of just like again, like it's coming at this from a multi-dimension, multifaceted like approach, right? Like it's not just the food that you eat, it's not just getting outside or you know, doing these day, it's the lifestyle. So it's coming back to the root of who you are, coming back to the root of where you came from, the root of you know, how we were designed to be. Yeah. And as a as a human race, like this is gonna probably just I'm probably going off way too far here, but oh. as a human race, it's like part of our evolution is we've become so modernized, we have so much power, we have so much technology, we have so much knowledge. But part of now our responsibility is coming back to res- to restraint, to almost like, okay, we have the ability, we have this power, but do like is it serving us? Do we have the strength to say no? Do we have the strength or the restraint to, to have less, right? Or to minimize and to pull back? Like, it's just kind of wild, you know, like, I think there's this push. It's, it's, it's like, but it comes down to the, to, to us, us individuals, because right with the big corporations and the big global push to keep us moving forward neck to the next, to the next, to the next. It's like we have to recognize our own bodies and our own systems and our own dis-ease and be like no more, right? And we have to have to do the work 
to help regulate ourselves and hopefully in turn like help all of us have a better future right the general it's not just for us it's for our kids and like where is the world headed sort of like we have to think in that in that manner sometimes i mean i know it can be i know it can be it's very easy to fall into the trap of just self self-centeredness and um um just um vanity and cult, wanting to fit in cultural but again that just to me is a sign of just how disconnected we are from ourselves right yeah so yeah, yeah. wow yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, oops, just a second there. Um, I, it's, it's true. I think your, your comment about, um, just restraint and it's, we've sort of been trained from, from the beginning to keep striving for more and yeah. go looking for more and accumulate. And, and it's a tough, it's a tough impulse and instinct to sort of quell because it's so, ingrained and and I find myself like doing this push pull in my own life you know I'm I, I can be a driven person and a goal-oriented person but like stopping sometimes and pausing and going wait is this is this for me is this what I truly want or is this an impulse and, and just some momentum I'm sort of running on and and so that's the work I think I I, I agree and um grounding and and rewilding is um is sort of about pausing and establishing and practicing some things that some some habits and and rhythms that will serve that that balance that the personal balance of being grounded and and being happy and joyful with just being a part of nature and just being here, you know, it's a way of being rather than doing. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think it's something we're all working for. And I just feel this like longing and it's not just me. Um, a lot of us feel like we're, mm -hmm. we're sort of feral and like trapped in this, <laughs> this um, modern existence and we get going and get some momentum and we're like, Oh my gosh, do I even want to be doing this? Is this what mm -hmm. I want? for me do i feel well do i feel happy um, yeah. because there will never be we'll never be truly at peace and enjoy trying to strive for something more if we can be happy with what we have and and truly grounded in our existence and then we can really see the you know the wonder of of just life and of being here that's just joy is the actual purpose, I think. Um, yeah. But we do have to sort of shed some of these habits and old stories. Um, and it's a cultural thing, right? So we're yeah. all working towards it. And this rewilding idea for me is and it's something I'm transitioning to offering to people is, um, I think it'll come mostly in the form of like workshops at first, but some one-on-one -on -one work with people where we explore things like um, cold exposure and um, and um, grounding practices and meditation and uh, things like that as a method of healing, right? You think that our God-given gifts and what's here for us right now to, to heal, right? Instead of looking for some external source. 
Um, uh, so, so I think that's going to be really exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, of my career uh, uh, to explore ways to offer to people ways to learn. Um, yeah. Selves into nature. Oh my gosh. You're speaking to my soul here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like this is the work that I do and it's just so, but it's so crazy and cool to like make that connection for people of, you know, I think it's like, I feel like you said, are, what are we striving for? I feel like we all are striving to feel grounded in, in, in every area of our life, right? Grounded in our mind, grounded in our bodies, grounded in who we are. It's what creates that, that peace and that safety, that ability to experience like joy and to, to just really see, right? The abundance that we have, see yeah. um, the beauty of what, who we are, what's around us, everything. It's just, I've, I've experienced that for myself to new levels more and more and more as I continue to deepen my own practice. And, you know, again, like it's just kind of crazy because I've never connected the term rewilding to essentially like the work that I feel like you're doing and I am doing in our own, like from like in in our own approaches, in our own way, like in our own gift, right? In our own genius. Like you, your in the way that it's come out and expressed through your being and through your essence and the way that it's touched my journey and how it's manifested through my soul and my journey and the way I, I serve people. It's just kind of crazy, but we're all, we're all striving for the same goal. Does that make sense? Like we're, yeah. You yeah. feel in this and i hear you that it it's we're all feeling this in various levels um but it's 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 easy to feel a little isolated <laughs> um because in some ways we are in our culture but we're uh, this is something that I, has to resonate with almost everybody you know just it, even if it's just this like question like why am i so off why am i so anxious all the time yeah. you know if we're constantly in this space of needing you know believing that we need more and we need to and we never have enough and um yeah that that induces anxiety and if we're not truly connected to um to our community and our family and ourselves in a way that's that's balanced mm -hmm. then of course be unwell that's where but it's sort of underneath all of these modern diseases and pathologies cer certainly we talk you know, there's inflammation, there's, um, you know, oxidative stress and all of things, but all right, well, what's underneath it? What's the, it's, it's part of our ethos to be, to be in nature and to balance. So we're designed that way. So it's really just our lifestyle that's off balance. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we have all the tools, like, you know, I can, I can speak to this from a nursing standpoint, one of the biggest, um, you know, one of the biggest pulls and just the um, the thing that was became so out of alignment for me was truly that question of just, you know, feel, feeling like we're slapping lipstick on a pig and we're not actually, you know, I, I could see like the outer, the outer manifestation of what these people um, were experiencing. But the question that always came, I always 
would go to is like, how did they get here? How did this come to be? Like, what's the root of all of this? Because I don't, I think we're so blessed, right, to have Western culture and have Western medicine and to have so much for those, for those, um, you know, unexplainable, you know, uh, for those extreme things, like, right, like, I just even think having, like, having the, that's always just been a, an inner war for me, it's because I am, I feel so truly grateful to have the access to healthcare that we have. Yes. But it's just been this battle because I feel like we've been, we still need, it's again, like when, like having that ability to say, all right, we don't know all the answers. We need to kind of go back to our ancestors. We need to bring in more of that Eastern medicine. We need to all take back our sovereignty and get back into it, start leading ourselves and start healing ourselves so that we don't get to these awful like so that we can actually make change, right? And yep. and um and stop this snowball from continuing to just accumulate, right? And I and so I found, you know, that was a big turning point and a big pull, you know, that's what I I didn't understand it back then, but that's why I understand why I am where I am now because I felt like I needed to step away from that work in order to do this work you know, yeah. and in order to help the greater good, in order to help the old, you know, because the stress is being felt everywhere, right? Sure. It's not just, um, it's not just in us, it's us as a, as a society. And I think we're masking, we're doing a lot of, we're doing our best to mask it with, you know, fun, you know, the, the cultural, things like football is <laughs> everything you know <laughs> everything you know we it's easy we try we try we can try and cover it up all we want but it's it's gonna be there until we face it and i think that was a question i wanted to ask you was you know yeah what do you think it is like that scares people i mean i i know my opinion but i want to hear from you your words like what do you think scares people the most about even just pausing to ask that question of what is it that, why do I feel this way? What is it that's causing me to um, experience these symptoms? Well, are you asking what scares them about, um, about what might be wrong or what scares them about like leaning into or making a change? Probably all the above. <laughs> like I, I can just say, I think it's, yeah, I think it's just afraid of, I think it's a fear of like, what am I going to, it's, do I have the courage to face whatever is really, is really here? Right. Do I have I the, that, yeah. Well, I think that fear itself part of the problem. I think um, we've been operating and taught some theories about what health is and where disease comes from that are mm -hmm. fundamentally flawed. Um, yes. uh, so for most people, if they have a symptom that comes up, they immediately go, oh, no, what's wrong with my body? What's wrong with me? How is my system failing, right? Um, yeah. Or what bug do I need to kill? What what virus do I need to eradicate? Um, what do I need to fight in order to be cured? And um, that's germ theory. Uh, that is, again, a fun, flawed way of looking at health. 
There's other theories like terrain theory where if you have a symptom or an illness or a disease process, we, we don't look to eradicate the disease or the bug or the virus. We try to support like terrain theory um, are grounded in if there's a, a symptom or an illness or a disease process, we, we just merely try to support the body and the environment within our physiology to be more resilient. Okay, so if, for instance, a fish in a fishbowl is sitting in a is sort of a dirty, murky fishbowl and this fish is thick, we can give the fish a medicine or we can clean the tank, <laughs> right? Nice. Uh, so um, two different approaches. So this, uh, so the, the ideology the, um, that everyone has grown up with, especially in this culture, um, is, is rooted in fear and that we are vulnerable that we need to fight our surroundings and that we need to fight nature. Um, again, it's, it's just wrong. Yeah. So um, it, it's really about keeping ourselves in and, and feeding our body real food and keeping our nervous systems clear and, and having positive relationships, you know, and moving our bodies. Those are the, the, the hallmarks of, of a healthy body that can be resilient to virus and bacteria and and again i uh thank god for for modern medicine um because in those extremes where we are so off balance that the limitation of matter says here we are in, in a disease process yeah if you're in an acute situation in a life-threatening situation go to the hospital go at my chiropractic office you know yeah right yeah uh, but then when you come home from the hospital, go get adjusted and start looking into what you're eating and how you're living and how you're moving. How did you get so far off balance that you could not, um, you could not resist the bacteria or the virus or, or whatever happened to you? So um, I think that's part of what people, why there's so much fear <laughs> um, and what sort of trips people up. And then the other thing I, I believe and I see um, is that it's just scary. Like <laughs> it's scary to, it's scary to put yourself out there. If you, if it's not something the rest of your culture is ready to hear or, or change, you know, even just some of my trepidation, you know, I know this stuff part, I know it's true. Um, but I know that I even just having this conversation and putting putting these ideas out there, um, I know that I can I can have some anxiety around. Well, what is somebody going to think? I mean, they're going to think I'm just some sort of uh, pariah and some kind of uh, you know feral um, weirdo who's losing it wants to leave the matrix. You know, there's just like cultural what other people think. You know, yeah. uh, is is something for at least yeah. for me. Really that that can trip me up and then but then I later on I sit with it and I go no but I know this I know this to be true and 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 I know what makes me well and makes me feel balanced yeah. modern culture it's not some of the the things um we're all doing on a daily basis so just like having courage yeah uh, being a little bit brave about because somebody else is thinking the same thing, you know, we just don't know how to step out of the, 
the hamster wheel sometimes. But it is like we do know our we do it's we have those nudges we have the intuitive hits like you know for me to reach out to you to have this conversation it's like it takes those little acts of courage to sort of you know it coming back to community like you said like you know it just you don't have to have all the answers and you don't have to have you don't have to um you don't have to have to know like how you're gonna muster the strength to get through it but you have to have the courage to decide that enough is enough no yeah. more with what the way that it's been and i don't know how and i don't know when and i don't know like who's gonna support me but i'm gonna trust that i'm going to i'm gonna find the people that will support me i'm gonna find the people that believe what i believe i mean I feel like that's a lot of just everything that you've said. I completely agree. But from a life standpoint, I'm thinking of this like from as a as a woman, as a mother, like day to day, it's like, do how do I have the resiliency to face life's challenges? You know, it's it all comes down to how grounded and rooted I am in who I am in my own strength and in my own um my own gifts, my own truth, my own authenticity, you know, for me to be able to have compassion with myself, to be able to nurture myself, to mother myself, yeah. um, all of that, to know my own boundaries, to be able to set boundaries. That's how I'm able, we're able to navigate, but it's when we are so untethered, when we're so unsure and unrooted and, and, and um, more invested in the fear, right? Mm -hmm. um that's where we we sometimes come to those breaking points and i feel like like you said like when you're in crisis um don't don't you don't um come to me or come to you but but when you are ready when you are re ready to to um when you're out of crisis and you're ready and it might not even be ready it might just even be surrender right mm -hmm. surrender to um, and that's very much, um, I can relate to that is I didn't really, I wasn't fully ready when I began this journey or began this work, but I was, I was at a point of, I, I can't go any further, you know, um, and, and, or of just so unhappy, so un like, just so unwell with where you are that you're willing to open yourself up to something new, to a new chapter, to um, to an unknown. And I feel like that's, that's what we need more of. That's why I'm so glad that you did, you know, have the courage to come up and have this conversation. And I hope you continue to talk about it and continue to evolve it because, you know, that's kind of just what I always continuously have to come back to for myself because I get it. It is scary. You don't want to... Um, you don't, it, there is that fear of like, what are people going to think? And it comes down to that safety, right? You want to feel, we all want to feel accepted and that we belong and that we are loved for who we truly are. But the way we built that, build that and cultivate that is by allowing ourselves one by one to actually own who we truly are. What's coming up for me? What, what am I passionate about? What's my genius? Like what's coming through me and this coming through you is absolutely for you. And you just share it so relatably and so well and 
you obviously you absolutely are embodying it in the work that you do and i'm so excited that you are continuing to evolve it and you know i just think it's so powerful like you're just i've been drawn to community more and more it's funny because like i feel like you know i look at you working in a practice and serving so many and I, then I look at myself like where I feel and I feel like, you know, and you're being drawn more to like that individual or those smaller groups and really kind of, um, um, you know, speaking to the right people just but trusting too, like you're going to be heard by the right people and but people can't hear you just like people can't hear feel you if you aren't giving out your vibrate your frequency if you aren't owning your gifts your voice you're you're not letting yourself be seen for who you truly are so it's funny because i feel like that's what led me to you and reaching out to you and connecting with you is you know i've been on my own journey of finding people that are seeing what i'm seeing and feeling what i'm feeling and um yeah i just feel like it's we've already we're on that path and it's only just going to keep growing and our, the community is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I wouldn't minimize any of this, the smaller, you know, like the one-on-one -on -one work that you're doing with people because it just, it's exponential. Like if you can, if you can connect with somebody in a way that resonates with them and, and get them to shift something, be more themselves and be more in balance, it changes the way they interact with their family and it, it changes the way they interact with their community. And, and like you said, you sort of wind up, uh, if you can be yourself, like the people that need to find you and then find you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but if you don't step into that, um, you wind yeah. up in the same rhythms and stories and mm -hmm. that you've been living in to this point. So I think it, it is shifting and I, I um, people are, people are ready. So if we're all just a little bit brave and start changes in a way that feels not so scary. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, I can actually, you know, yeah, it just takes that little, little bit of courage, honestly. It's amazing what a little bit of courage will lead you to <laughs> because if I could go back and be like, wow, that blows my mind all the time. Just like how little acts of courage, you know, it just builds and builds. That's that's the start of a foundation there. So I, oh, Maggie, I don't know. I just, I love this conversation. I Again, I feel like we could just keep talking and keep going and go down a <laughs> rabbit hole <laughs> for hours. But, you know, where, if there's one thing you want to leave um, our listeners with, what would you, what do you want to share? It, how is, is there a way that they can connect with you? Maybe talk about this further if there's something that intrigued them. Um, what would be your advice or what is something that you want to leave them with? Well, um, I think this is a jumping off point for some of the things that we could offer the community. And um, I think the next perhaps uh, uh, ways we can connect with people or if there's anybody that really is feeling like this is the message, this is the stuff that they're trying to lean into, then um, just keep an eye out for doing maybe some future workshops where we explore some of these principles where we explore some of these um, lifestyle changes and just connecting with other people, connecting with the earth, connecting with ourselves. Um, again, 
connection and community, I think that's going to be the next offering. So yeah, to, to, to know you're not alone in this process of feeling like um, this modern lifestyle and hamster wheel you're on isn't really it for you. It's not what you want for the rest of your life, that there's more of us feeling that way and that, um, you know, there's going to be some opportunities to get together and explore that a little bit and explore the next shift in our culture, which is about reconnecting to our human biology and nature. And I think it's going to happen, you know, so yeah, about that, that we're, we're on our way. Yes. We are manifesting this into existence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Maggie. Well, thank you so much for this conversation, just your time and, Oh, I just love speaking with you and I love your heart and just th- for what your your passion. It's just so infectious. So thank you for just being with us today. Gosh, I feel the same. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy today's message, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button and leave a rating and review. Every review, every rating, every subscribe, every good thing that you put out into this world, I truly believe comes back to you tenfold. And so I cannot thank you enough for helping me get my message out there and supporting me in this journey. Until next time, my love.